Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast with myself, Robbie Mustow, and my buddy as ever, Robbie Earl. And we're going to wrap up match day 36 in the Premier League. But before we get going on those games on Sunday and Monday, of course, we ask you to rate and review our show. And in the review, we want to know who you support and why. And here's a good one here. I guess it's aptly for this, uh, this Monday. We've just watched Spurs. It's a Spurs fan. And it's Zach Smiley that says, my first ever experience at a European soccer stadium came in the Europa League. Tottenham versus Fiorentina. The atmosphere was incredible and I'd found my new sport. The combination of Ericsson, Son, Delhi, and Kane was beautiful to watch. And to this day, I am a Spurs fan. So thanks very much for that, Zach, for that, uh, that review. And of course, interesting to find out how people pick their teams. Okay, my friends, Spurs mm. 2, Watford nil, Wembley yes. Stadium. We've just... Still finished watching the game. Um, what do you think? What's your biggest takeaway of that? Um, this Spurs team that has progressed is now becoming a stable of the top four, mm-hmm. is, is uh, growing, uh, I think, and maturing. Uh, I thought we were a little tired today. Yeah. And I think a, a, a kind of acceptable tired in terms of what they've done in the league. Let's think of the Champions League and mm-hmm. cup competitions. Mm-hmm. Many times, maybe apart from fullbacks, a lot of similar players playing a lot of games, a lot of minutes. It looked to me, and I thought Harry Kane almost epitomised it. In, in you know, he got his goal, so he does what he does. Mm. But in the end, wasn't the sharpest Harry Kane we've seen. You know, one or two things didn't come off for him. And it's a, it's a Spurs team that, in fairness to them now, Robin, and as a top four team, can win against reasonable opposition when they're not really firing and, and being at the best and, and that's a credit to them really and that's where this club have moved on it wasn't that long ago we were talking about Spurs teams being a bit wishy-washy and you don't know what you're going to get mm. I think we've taken a big step forward and, and, and we sometimes forget where they've come from and that Spurs weren't really part of the top six picture for, for mm. that long ago all of a sudden now we're saying that they're almost looking like they're a fixture in the top four a couple of things for me I think the difference in the game today was absolutely the finishing. And I, I know that the, the first goal for Spurs was a little bit of a gift. It was a mistake mm. from the Watford yeah. goalkeeper, Carnesis. But still, Deli Alley, touch, side foot slot. There you go, there's the goal, 1-0. And then Harry Kane's as well, he slips in the first one. Then he, the ball comes to him and he's half volley. There you go, 2-0. Watford had a lot of chances. Does it worry you, Rob? And, and listen, I know it's hard to be... I mean, not, not so much critical, but does it worry you that Watford had about five chances to score? I know no, where you're going, it, and I think, I think this is part. I, I think there is a little bit of tiredness, and, and I'm not just talking about physical tiredness. I think there might be a little bit of mental tiredness starting to come in, Rob. And listen, we know World Cup's coming, and some of these players are going to have to go again. But it's almost like a win today now, guaranteeing the top four spot, you know, finishing above Arsenal. There's not that much motivation for this group, who, who probably are going to have a couple of weeks off, and then some certain amount of the star players will be gearing themselves up for a for a, a World Cup. So I, th- I kind of know what you're saying, but I, I don't see it being a huge problem. No. I, th- I think this team, when they're at the best, yeah. can defend better as a team, can stop opposition creating chances. I just think when they're maybe slightly below that, the opposition get a few more looks at goal than they would have done. A lot of talk about Spurs, about the manager, about winning mm. something. Just yeah. kind of looking forward now. Do you, I mean, I think you agree. Do you agree with me that they're going to finish top four? I mean, they've got a five yeah. point. I yeah, mean, absolutely. So, so, so going into next season mm. um, they're going to be in this new stadium at some point is there a plateau is there a glass ceiling with Spurs that, that they're, they're banging on it right now and it's hard for them to go over the line what do they need I, I or hope, how might I hope they not, improve I hope not Rob because they, they, they're so still they more to 
more to get. Well, um, it's interesting when you ask how how is it, is it more. Listen, Leicester City won a title. Mm. Let, let, let's not forget that. Leicester City have nowhere near the qualities that Spurs do. And I know it was you and maybe others weren't on and we can excuse some of the other teams for whatever reason. Leicester City won the Premier League title. So by no means should Spurs be, be starting to talk about glass mm, ceilings. And that's a, bit, a little bit like Spurs, like we can only go so far. No, they, this group are good enough, Rob, to mm. challenge for titles. Yes, they need to bring in one or two replacements. They need to sort out the likes of Alderweireld, Rose, if, they, if they're going to be part of the team or not go, going forward. Um, they need to sort out the manager. At some point, salaries need to go to the next level, and that might not be... Manchester United level, Liverpool level, Manchester City level, but there's a level that Spurs need to go up, 20, 30, 40% salary increases to start making people happy and that wages don't become something that can kind of debase what's been done at this football club and, and erode the platform that's been set because there's so many good things in place, Rob. They're, they're a, if we were talking out of 10, Spurs are 7 out of 10 right now, with, you, with you additions say, and with things, they're seven out of ten. Well, you you just said there before about Leicester winning the title and, yeah. and Spurs have got enough talent. Um, yeah, you know they, they they shouldn't need to 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 bring in a lot of extra players to get them there. Are we saying then that the manager has to? Find a way to win mm, in situations mm. where they've been they've been close enough. I, I, okay, I gave okay. A stat today. I think I think part of what we're, maybe where we're getting to, and, and this is a Tottenham discussion that maybe we, we can have it in weeks to come. But it's like, okay, w- what what's missing? Is it is it just talent? I'm I'm not convinced it is. Additions in certain. I places. think it is to win a Premier League title right now with the competitive with the other teams. Maybe with the, maybe they, they with need, the league. Some, maybe with the league, they, players, they maybe yeah. need one or two what we'd call star players. But it, it isn't that much, Rob. I think if I look at Manchester United and I look at Spurs, there ain't, I don't see an awful lot of difference in, in, in the two teams. You, you could almost balance. You could almost say Spurs have got better balance. What they have got the difference is the two managers. One knows how to win and, and is a serial winner. Forget style and forget football for this. Let's talk about trophies. One guy wins trophies. The moment the other guy doesn't, and Pochettino has to find a way to deliver something now. People will say to me, "Okay, well, do they need to outlaw? Do they need a trophy or not?" I go back to the League Cup. They got beat by West Ham United in the League Cup, Rob. Mm. You can't tell me West Ham are a better team than them. You can't tell me West Ham are, 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 have got lots more quality, or whatever. So if, it, if it's a cup competition, do the right thing. I still go back, and th- I'm sticking to my point of the game against Brighton a few weeks ago when Harry Kane played and was clearly not 100% fit. I thought was bad management by Pochettino, who is a guy who I love in terms of the way he plays and the way he does things. If my star player ahead of a huge game, an FA Cup semi-final, is not 100%, maybe he's going for the golden boot, I take control of that and say, rest up, get ready, everything's on for the for the FA Cup semi-final against Manchester United. I, I think they've got to... I mean, there's a stat... Or, or a line that our research department came up with, Rob, I think it's really telling. And it, 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 it goes to the point we're talking about here. In the Champions League mm. and the League Cup and the FA Cup, Spurs were eliminated after taking the lead. Yeah. So they're yeah. almost there. And, yeah. and, and does yeah. the manager need to be a little bit mm. more Mourinho-ish, Antonio yeah. Conte-ish, yeah. Max Allegri-ish? You know, lots of guys that have said, you know what, we'll le- le- let's close this game off. Let's make the- a couple of subs. Mm. Does he need to have that in his locker for him to win? Because I, I think he does. 
I think it's eight times now, isn't it? Or something, the numbers, it, it happens. So it's not like we're just picking out one occasion. Yeah. The manager has to look at how he closes things right. out, what those decisions he makes. Does he have to be more pragmatic? Does he have to play a little less football? Yeah. Does he have to go a little bit direct? Whatever that takes on that day. And that comes down to him. He's taking a lot of a lot of praise for this yeah. team, quite rightly, what he's done, how he's developed players. But... but just as important, that last little piece that's going to take them over the line and take him to another level means he might have to make some decisions that go against his kind of his, his football... Yeah, his philosophy almost. Philosophy and, and, and how he wants to play the game and what's inside him. But you know what? That will make him a much better manager. I'm not manager. sure he's going to do it, Rob. I think he's a stubborn type. I don't, I don't think he will adjust mm. what he does in key moments. It will be such a shame, Rob, because yeah. he's, he's not going to fulfil his potential and, and, and move on to be the great manager that he could be and yeah. he's shown signs of yeah. by not doing those things. So, to Alex Ferguson did it, Rob, when he had to do it. We've seen Rafa Benitez. Yeah, they've all we've done seen, it. They've all they done it and they've all, all loved playing beautiful football. Maybe Wenger hasn't done it. <laughs> That's probably why he hasn't. Leave Arsenal yeah, this I know. one. Anyway, so, okay, Spurs 1-2-0. Mm. They're going to be yeah. top four, I think. Watford, you know, mid-table. They're safe again. Mm. Probably going to get a new coach, you know. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever. Again, another coach, yeah. more new players. I'm sure. So, anyway, let's move Survive on to sun- Sunday's games, Rob. And uh, yeah. I thought we saw something pretty cool at, at Old Trafford. And I think it was yeah. a classy move. Um, Sir Very. Alex Ferguson came down. Jose Mourinho presented Arsene Wenger at his last time at Old Trafford in charge of Arsenal with a nice little kind of a, a little trophy there, a, a shield with a nice message on the front of it. Before we get into the game, yeah, I thought that was really nice, mate. I, th- I thought it was outstanding. Um, I actually thought it was the kind of thing the United might, might do, certainly Sir Alex. Um, it, it was great that we saw three Premier League greats uh, there, managers who, who've won titles, who've changed the face of English yeah. football. You know, Mourinho was part of that as well, and I thought that that was important. Uh, the crowd seemed to appreciate what Arsenal's done. Listen, we've been talking about Premier League football, watching it, playing in it, and, and, and um, working in it. And those Manchester United, Arsenal, those Chelsea, Arsenal, and Mourinho days, mm. that Wenger against those guys, it's been part of what, what well, this league's been about, Rob. That has been it. That's been yeah. the stories. That's what we wanted to watch. That's why we've been intrigued by it and enthralled by it. So I thought it was a nice appreciation of all three. And I think all three men come out of it, of it, out of it really well. Mm. That, um, you know, despite all their differences down the years and words and, and pizzas being flying and all that stuff, mm. The, the three men can shake hands um, and, and appreciate each other before the game. Uh, yeah, it was, it was classy. It was, it was the right thing to do. And, and I'm pleased Arsene had that moment because I think it was important for him. Yeah, and do you know what? In those moments, and I think we've had moments and, and situations where I, I sometimes think that I haven't taken things in as much as I want to take things in. I, I played in the you know, FA Cup final and... And, and stuff that just drifts by you a little bit. I had a really mm. close look at Arsene Wenger as he came down with Jose Mourinho's hand on his shoulder to sort of take him to the side of the pitch. And I think, um, I think Arsene Wenger took it in. I think he, yeah. he, he sucked it all in. I think he appreciated it fantastically well. I think he enjoyed it. I, I, th- I just, you know, because Arsene Wenger's so blimmin' into his job and he's so professional and he's so thorough and he's so mm. into his head, it was nice for him to get out of his head, get out of his kind of it's normal uh, match day mode and just relax and smile and enjoy the gesture that Manchester United gave him. And he said afterwards mm. that he, he felt it was a very touching, very classy move. So I'm so pleased yeah. that it was, it was, it was of course, well undertaken, but also uh, well received as well. Very, yeah. very good. 
And to be honest, Rob, I have to say from the game, I, I, I kind of was refreshed and pleased by the young team that he put out, a few mm. faces and, and names we hadn't particularly seen, players playing in one or two di- risk? different positions. Was it a risk in terms of it could have been a, a really awful result? Uh, slightly, but I think obviously ahead of, of the Europa League's uh, second leg uh, against Madrid, uh, Atletico Madrid on, on Thursday night, it was a risk worth taking. I think he's, he's always somebody who's believed in youth, has tried to promote uh, his academy and players coming through. So I thought that was quite a nice sign uh, from, from a manager going on to a big stage and having the confidence in these guys. I don't think anybody let themselves down. I thought at times they, they, they um, challenged Manchester United. Yeah. And um, no, I thought it was, ve- it was a very awesome Wenger-type thing to do. And, and, and I was pleased that it really went that way. And some of the players looked like they enjoyed that extra re- responsibility and having a go at it. Did Manchester United make hard work of this? Mm. Because, I, you know, mm. their, their team was very, yeah. very strong. And, our, yeah. of course, our guys were commentating on the game and Graham Lasso talked about afterwards in, our, in an interview after the match. And I totally get him. I totally yeah. understand what he means. That he, 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 he kind of... He, well, he looked, he looked skyward and said, I'm, I'm frustrated. I'm continually yeah. frustrated with this Manchester United side that I think has got more in it. And I couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. I mean, it was... It was a struggle. And it's like, you know what? They're, they're not going to win this game. And then something happens. They throw the big guy on. A, bu- a, a, a ball comes into the box. Mm. He redirects it into the corner. And it's not as though they get away with it, Rob. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to say they get away with winning. But it it, it it just wasn't easy where it should have been more comfortable. If that was... if that was, Maybe it's harsh to, to, to compare all the time. But if that was Manchester City against that mm. young uh, Arsenal team, I mean, they'd have been... It'd been cruise control, it would have been easy. It just seems like it's a real effort for Manchester United to dominate, to attack and to score and to win games easily at the moment. Is that being harsh or, or, or should um, I just shut up and it's like, they won the game, what are you talking about? I think what my view of, of what maybe Graham and, and yourself have to start to appreciate is this is Manchester United on Jose Mourinho and this is probably the way it's going to be. There's not going to be too many swashbuckling 4-0 victories that, that are played in, in style. They'll get the 4-0 wins maybe when people open up and, and yeah. uh, attacking players play well. But we, we're not... You're, Jose Mourinho's Manchester United are not going to enthrall you in a way that's going to get you on the edge of your seat. They're going to win games, Rob. And but they we, didn't, we can be was... disappointed by, by, the, by what we've seen. But the, he, he will point to Manchester United are progressing... Or the second best team in English football right now, yep. and are in a, in, a, in a FA Cup final. So that is always going to be his answer. Yep. And, and yes, Graham has a right to be uh, frustrated, and and I was slightly disappointed in United. Like, come on, we, you're better than this. But this is Jose Mourinho's team. This is the way he plays. It's obviously the way he he coaches, he conducts he, himself. And if he gets those three points, Rob, I don't think he's that bothered about. about People like us saying the style's not well, old Man United. I guess for the most part, and the points say it, and the table doesn't lie at this point Correct. in the season. We were there at Old Trafford for the game mm-hmm. against West Brom where Fellaini didn't score or somebody didn't stick it in the top corner. And they Correct. didn't have that person that produced a little bit of something that, that, that made them win the game late. And I guess the concern going forward is in key moments and to win the Premier League title at the moment with an amazing Man City team, that he's got to be, I, I don't know, the wins have got to be a little bit more secured rather than a late kind of plan B, plan C situation where they, they most for the most part, they win the games. 
But you're right. You're absolutely right. And I'm a believer in the league table mm. and, and what they've done and where they are right now. I guess just looking forward, you just wonder how much better they can get, what they need to get better well, to improve. They're going to spend money, City. Rob, aren't they? they it, but where are they going to spend it? going to spend a couple hundred million forwards, again. They've they? they got enough forwards, haven't they? They've got enough forwards. Um, it, it's not midfield, isn't it? Having forwards. Midfield, a little bit of, of creativity, possibly. Um, defensively, I still think there's probably two or three sl- slots possibly need improving. Mm. Centre backs, left back, right back. I think you 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 mm. can get another year or so out, out of Valencia, but I think that's mm. going to have to improve. And mm. then it'll be typical Jose. If that improves, the the clean sheets, the goals against gets even better. We win more games at the other end by a little bit of skill or a little bit of, of somebody doing something individual mm. and. It, that's the way he's going to claw back going against the Manchester City. Just just to tell our listeners that on Thursday, of course, Arsenal play Atletico Madrid in the second leg of the semi-final of the Europa League. We yeah. will be doing a podcast on Thursday night to look back, of course, the Champions League games as well and Liverpool and see how they get on uh, in Rome as well as the Arsenal game and, of course, the Barca a game as well and uh, not Barca, Bayern Munich and Real but, Madrid. Mm. So, yeah, look, watch out for the podcast on Thursday. Okay, my friend. The other mm-hmm. game, the final game, just to yeah. talk about it. Of course, it's the champions, Manchester City, um, at West Ham United, and again, very comfortable win for City. Just, just a quick question for you, mate. Is yeah. this was this result more about how brilliant Manchester City are, mm. or which I'm kind of tending to, to side with a little bit now? West Ham give up. They never, they never thought they could get anywhere near them. They never, they, they, had, they had no belief that they had a chance against Man City and didn't really put in the effort or the hustle that might have mm. given them a chance to get anything from the game. I agree. I would agree with you in, in the West Ham. Probably both things are right. City hit, hit, hit that kind of little sweet spot. And then, to be honest, Rob, they take most teams, dismantle most teams in the league. From West Ham's point of view, I think West Ham are a little bit like... I would say maybe six or seven other teams in the league. And I call it that Mike Tyson effect, where when Mike Tyson was in his heyday, people were beaten before they even went in the ring. It's almost a little bit with, with City. Once they get a goal, some people are almost like, like damage limitation. Yeah. Let's yeah. not concede. Goal difference. They're worried about the goal difference. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, and it's a horrible way. I, I've got to admit, whenever we played, and we played against great Manchester United teams, great Arsenal teams, some good Chelsea teams, etc. Never, ever did we ever think about goal difference, Rob. We, we'd still be having a go. Listen, these times they opened us up three, four, yeah. even five against the big boys, but it was never like on the back foot, oh, you know, let, let, please don't don't hurt us anymore. And you get the sense with, with some of these teams like West Ham. And, and, you know, listen, we know they're not Liverpool, so they don't have the attacking threats and, and they don't have have the quality of a team like Liverpool. But it has been shown if you can... If you can Contest a bit, a little bit of possession somewhere. If you can ruffle some feathers, mm-hmm. if you can push them into some defensive areas, at least you might have a chance of giving them something to think about. And it's not them just playing their football and playing through you. And it just disappoints me when I see teams continually doing that and, and sitting back and almost accepting what yeah. Man City are going to do to you because they can rip you apart. I mean, if Sterling has a better day, if he gets a penalty kick he should, that should have been given, I mean, we could have been talking six, seven or eight, uh, you know, on, on the day and, and it's, a, it's another worry for West Ham it's another worry for David Moyes who's probably I always think him, Moyes is in a similar situation to Sam Allardyce at Everton he's got not only win games he's got to win them with style he's got to win over the fans and, and, and like play for a long term future at a club where they believe the right way to play football is so important to their manager but not as well now as it's not matches. it's not now though is it it's, they just got to stay up 
Of course it isn't, not now. But I'm talking about, so if they stay up, does David Moyes get the job? I think he's in, in a similar position to Sam Allen's. I think I don't think there's any guarantee that he necessarily gets a job if, if he keeps them up. I'm not sure he wants it, by the way. <laughs> no, seriously. Well, seriously. Well, oh, seriously. Oh, oh, David well, Moyes, if he keeps West Ham United up, right, it's, it's a difficult job. David very Moyes doesn't get another situation. Premier League job after this. I don't one. know. If he keeps nah. West Ham United up, nah, there might be another so. team that, that would take David Moyes uh, He's expected to keep Manchester United up. So he West Ham United up. So I don't think he's doing anything that he shouldn't be he's doing. He's improved them. He improved them from when he's taken over. Little bit, yeah, he yeah. definitely has improved them. It's just like, I just thinking, you know what? His contract's up, up in the summer. This is a difficult wow. club. Wow. Difficult owners. So, so I'm not sure yeah. he wants to continue at this club, given the opportunity. But, it, but, but it's a Premier League club. I know it's it a is. London it's Premier a League club job with, with huge history. Wanna... With... No, I'm, 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 I'm with you. But it's also a job that I would think there'd be a queue a mile long waiting to, to get in the door. Mm. of a Premier League club, you know, I, I keep talking, somebody like a Brendan Rodgers I see could be a really good fit for, for a club like that, doing obviously all the, his business north of the border you at may, the moment. You mentioned Ryan, uh, Ryan Sterling there, the yeah. foul, I mean, I, I, we, we didn't even talk about it, do we? we? We haven't got to talk about the foul that wasn't no, given it's, against... It's, it's, uh, a it's, it's a penalty. It's a penalty. penalty. But, but in general about him, Rob, I mm. thought he, he's a, he's a brilliant little player, isn't he? It's just his finishing, which yeah. of course people can look at and ridicule. Well, that, that's and they can the laugh thing at. to 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 but he's good. hit him over the head with, isn't it? Because yeah, but, he, he doesn't fit. He doesn't quite finish. Mo Salah at the weekend didn't quite finish, but doesn't seem to get the same. Well, because he has shown brilliant finishing. Worth yeah. Sterling just but we're still, by the way, Rob Sterling's got is it eighteen, seventeen, or eighteen Premier League, goal, Premier League goals, goals and, and and assists. And I mean, com- compared to where he's come from, this this is night and day. Mm. And and he's a little bit like Wilf Zahar in that. Any time he goes to ground now, the fans go up, the opposition players jump on him and go, you're diving, and it's a dive. Whether, listen, he got his legs absolutely taken away from him at the weekend. And, and, and like, opposition players are having a go at him. The opposition fans are shouting, you know, diver. And, and the referee's maybe got caught up in that and, mm. and doesn't see the situation. I mean, it's ridiculous that referees are, are, are refereeing decisions on reputation not necessarily on what's happening in, in the action. Absolutely. We saw it, we've seen it recently with Wilfred Zaha that should have been mm. given a penalty that wasn't. Um, but just, just on the bigger picture of Man City, Rob, and yeah. uh, you know, these records, it looks And they're like, going for them, by the way. Yeah. They're, they're 100% on it, on it. And it looks like they're going to bl- they're going to blow mm. these records apart. Well, the goal-scoring records. So what so where are we then? Gone. What what are we saying then about this Man City team? Single season Robbie Musto best Premier okay. League team ever. Okay. Single but season. Let, but but let's go let's 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 talk about You want to widen it up. Well, you want to widen yeah, it up. Uh, uh, listen, we're not stupid, of course. We yeah. we know that to be called mm. the greatest team ever in English football, Correct. they've got to do more be. than one season, Correct. right? But of what we've seen so mm. far and the yeah. age of the team and the drive yeah. of the manager and the financial mm. potential and the facilities yeah. at this City football group, yeah. could we be looking at, though not anointed yet, the mm. best ever team in English football? They could be part of the conversation. Now, let, let me again play the devil's advocate that when Jose Mourinho won the title, the last his last title at Chelsea, so Alex had gone. Other teams were still building. I think Klopp might have just come in, and, and Man City had Pep wasn't on the horizon then. And we, I was saying certainly at the time, Jose Mourinho could build some dominance here for a long, long time. He, he'll have the money. He's, he's tactically, you know, an, an astute. He's building a team that that's got good youth and, and experience, etc., etc. Year later, he's out the job done. 
Last season, I'm looking at Antonio Conte with the way he was building and thinking, you know, this, this team, three at the back, the way this guy's come in, give him the money, give him the support. We've seen what's happened with Chelsea. So, Rob, what, what I'm saying is there's still a challenge down. One, in terms of City, and we know how Pep is. He isn't going to just let this thing fall off, but they've got to do it again. So they've got to go back to back, maybe okay. two or three times. And they, and they to... get close to this performance level again and a massive uh, margin. Correct. So now, now what, we start... what do you say to that? Now we're starting to talk. And I think people will go Premier League, so it'll have to be the records a number of times. And then when we talk about sort of the Manchester United, we talk about the year with the treble. So we kind of lump the Champions League in there as yeah, well. Uh, which I think is fair to, to, which, to be which, able to... to, to yeah. If you're going to so talk I about think the best we're now team. talking about, to be best ever team, we're talking about, you know, maybe back-to-backs, two or three ti- you know, uh, titles... And the Champions League lumped in there as well. Mm. Now, Robbie Musto, now mm. we're talking. Mm. Now we can sit down with a pint of beer and we yeah. can start having a chat. Yeah, I, yeah, I think you're right. I think, you know, let, let's remember this and let's, you know, think about this time next season, where they're at, what sort of season have they had, how have they done in, in Champions League football. Mm. The only thing I would say about the Champions League, and, and I get it, of course, is in the conversation, I was there in Munich to see Chelsea win the Champions League against Bayern Munich with Ryan Bertrand playing in midfield. So not always the best team wins that. The Manchester United victory against Bayern Munich, the the late goals in 99 that that, that kept them that trophy in the treble, etc. I mean, that was a bit of a miracle to win that late on. I'm not taking anything away from those two clubs winning it. It's marvellous. But but I, I... that that, that but, competition, but they should still find. A, yeah, they but, should but, be very very close. I get yeah, that, to be called. But, cool but also, you, you've got to remember the Barcelona teams who've won it and dominated it. The Real Madrid teams, you know, there has been some outstanding teams as well. And Manchester City have to be the way they've set up with Pep and the way that he he wants to play football. They're going to have to be, you know, brilliant football through the league, and they're going to win it in Man City style to win the Champions League. Now that because we haven't say, seen maybe that, a little we? bit harder. Have we no, seen that? We... An English team or a British team win the no, Champions not, League we haven't seen in a British team. real no, style? No, I mean, let's remember the, the Manchester United when they, they won the treble. That's I what mean, I'm saying. They could have <laughs> been 3-0 down, couldn't they, yeah. before, they before they won it later yeah. on? And it was magnificent scenes and, you know, mm. all, all power to Sir Alex in the group of players. Mm. But, uh, yeah, to win it Manchester City's way is probably going to be harder. But that's the way Pep's actually stalled out. And that's the way the team this team mm. set up. And uh, that's why they'll be part of the conversation if and when we mm. get to that point, Robin Muster. Just finally, mate, um, let's just have a quick last line on West Ham. Do you think they're on 35 points? That's just three yeah. points on the relegation zone. There's three games left. Yeah. Do you think they've got enough in terms of their... They've got Leicester away, Man United at home, and Everton Leicester at home. Away. Man they United can get it done. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Toughy. And Everton yeah. at home in a Everton tough environment at London yeah. Stadium. I'm saying... Get it yeah, done they at can get it done. Get it done at Leicester, though. Yeah. If they and don't they, win that game... They, they, they can have days with, with, with a group of fans, Rob. That, that group of fans, though, can they can have days. And, what, against Man they, United? If they don't win, yeah, if they don't win Leicester and Man United, before. it's going to go to the last day. Do you want to go into that last day, Everton at home? Of course like, I don't want to, jangling. but I, I, I take that. If, if I have to, if worst-case scenario means I have to take Everton at home to win to stay in the Premier League... I take that if I'm, if I'm West Ham. When you think that Stoke will be at, possibly at Swansea with a similar situation, one of those may need to win to give yeah. themselves a chance. Listen, it's in their hands. They're at home. West Ham United. Can you imagine if, that game, Rob, at Everton, when you've got Everton, former employer of David yeah. Moyes. You've got Sam Allardyce. You know, Sam, you know what Sam's going to think uh, about Used to be at West Ham. Well. They wanted him out of West Ham. Yeah, he, they he didn't, could they didn't absolutely get him. all his... Uh, 
he could pay a massive payback for Sam Allardyce there by going there and, uh, and sending West Ham United down. We have got a good I couple we of have. weeks of football to come and we must yes, go, we starting uh, next this weekend. Midweek games and then Championship Sunday. Let's hope from our point of view that it, there's still plenty in it. Let's hope from maybe for some of the team's point of view, they've got it done and dusted before we get to those uh, 10 o'clock kickoffs on Championship Sunday. So that's it from us. Uh, remember to look out for our Europod on Thursday, as Robbie Musto said, after the Champions League semi-finals and the Europa League semi-finals. But we want to hear from you, our listeners. Firstly, we'd love you to rate and review the show by downloading the two Robbies on Apple Podcasts. Tell us what you like and where we can improve. But more importantly, tell us what team you support and why. And we'll read out the best responses on our next podcast. So, it's a bit of a changing at the guard in North London. Spurs win against Watford. Arsenal lose at Manchester United meaning Tottenham finish above the Gunners for the second season running. There's work to do for Arsenal's replacement. I'm Earl, he's Musto, together with two Robbies. Thanks for listening and bye for now. <laughs>